0: and welcome everybody to another episode of my independence report and uh you know i am a little chagrined this afternoon and uh and stuff we start a little bit late because of my own fault and i apologize to lynette for that and uh and but in any event she has been quite a trooper and is is a um she's already forgiven me so that's that's cool so so I i i won't go past that but i want to thank Lynette, and I want to thank everybody for con- tuning into uh, Positive Talk Radio as well as My Independence Report. Two different podcasts, but they both have pretty much the same message, and uh, and uh, we, she'll be on both of those. So you can find her at positivetalkradio.net or mydependentereport.com. And uh, also on YouTube at uh, My Independence Report or on YouTube at Positive Talk Radio or or on three different Facebook's channels. So she's going to be uh, all over the place, hopefully. And I want to thank you and welcome Lynette to the show. How are you?
1: I am fine. Thank you, Kevin. So so nice that you have me on the show. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> thank you for being who you are, because a lot of people just hung up on me and said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Well, you, you are simply awesome, and and one of the reasons is, I guess, this is a great way for us to uh, uh, to explore whether or not you meant what you said when you wrote the book, because you be, apparently you did.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I'm all about forgiveness, and I'm all about gratitude, so I'm grateful for the opportunity to spe- spread those messages, especially gratitude.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of people have got problems with with gratitude and saying thank you and being at heartfelt and, but we don't recognize how much it can mean to somebody, do we?
1: No. Uh, you know, people will day to day, they'll say thank you in conversation, or they may say thank you in a text. They may even go all out and say thank you in an email. They might actually say thank you in a thank you note, but when the magnitude of your gratitude is bigger than a thank you note. That's when it's time to think about writing a heartfelt letter of appreciation. I mean, a full-on letter in writing. Now, it doesn't have to be handwritten. It can be done on the computer, but it should be hand-signed. And that's the sum total of the message. There's lots of good details.
0: (laughs) Oh, and let's go through some of those details because you see, in my, my children's world, uh, I have a son who's thirty, and he texts everything. He doesn't write. He doesn't. He doesn't call really, um, and and he he misses the human connection um, of of all of that. And I think it's really important. It's an important piece that that the kids today, kids today, after all. Uh, but I think kids today are missing the point of the personal connection, and that's what you're talking about, isn't it?
1: It's true. Now it's personal connection. If it's at a distance, it still makes a connection through that letter. If it's in person, it still makes a connection. If you can present that letter in person and maybe even read it aloud to the person, either way, you're, you're dealing one to another and you're saying you are special. And here's why you're special. And here's what a difference you've made in my life. And I hope you know it. I hope you know it now.
0: It's amazing the impact that can have on someone who may not be even expecting you to or even thinking that you're going to do that. But, you know, people affect us in a lot of different ways. And if somebody affects us to a great degree, I think they deserve to be recognized and celebrated for it.
1: Yes. The whole thing started back in fall of 2008 when our son Byron was getting ready to get married and it was at the rehearsal dinner. And my husband and I were shocked, awed, and honored when he and his bride-to-be each brought out a framed letter Oh,
0: It's you still it, of course.
1: Just happened to have that right here, <laughs> see? <laughs> because I always keep it handy. I always keep it in a place where I can read it. And what happened is, he and his his bride each wrote those letters to their respective parents. And in each letter, it talked about what it was like growing up in the family, what it was, what they most appreciate about each of their parents. And, you know, he described about my husband, and then he described about me, and then he talked about the values he had learned growing up that he planned to bring to his marriage. And that letter really touched our hearts now he couldn't have read that with a dry eye they had their maid of honor and best man read the respective letters while they stood by their parents but omg that was just so moving and everyone who was present as these letters were read aloud was just tears dripping really just even today and it's not the makeup my eyes are welling up anyway They still do, just when I think about that experience. And this happens every time I read that letter. Uh, It's got a place of honor in our home. And I, you know what? One of the things I'm most impressed with, he thought of that idea himself. He didn't read it in a book. Nobody told him he should do that. He's the one that brought it up to his fiance. And I just went, oh, raised him right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: well you should be congratulations for that because that that there aren't a lot of people that that and well i can't say that but um i wish there were more people that would think of others in that special way
1: well that's right and and i got to thinking about that afterwards and so on and I, i went you know what more people ought to know how meaningful something like this can be and initially, I was focused focused on people getting married and, you know, a bride could write to a groom and a groom to a bride, the parents to the kids and the kids to the parents. You know, there's a lot of ways there, but then time went on and I think it was 2011 in the fall. And I was meeting with somebody about an entirely different thing. She was practicing. Uh, Hand analysis, she was learning hand analysis, fingerprints, palms, and so on, having to do with life purpose. And so she needed 100 sets of guinea pig hands, and mine was one of those. And so she had given me a written report, and she was following up in person with explaining what it was that all of this meant. And she said, well, you know, Annette, you're good here on your left hand, and all, all these, this is me paraphrasing, Everything seems pretty well balanced in terms of the life purpose. And on this hand, look at that there. It's good. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. But this finger has a problem. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) All right. And she says, yeah, in short, now this is my words, I'm a professional procrastinator. When I get big and brave and I want to do something I'm gung ho and I'm right in there until the last second, where if I take this final step it's either going to mean big failure or big success, but either way it's big change and I'm scared of change, so I freeze. And she says, that's what you want to work on. And then I said, oh my gosh, Louise, you know, you have hit the nail on the head here. I said, as a matter of fact, for a year and a half now, I've been thinking about, but I've never said this to anybody, not even my husband, thinking about writing a book of writing all types of letters of appreciation. Now, that's the first time that came out of my mouth. And words have power, I've discovered because as soon as it was voiced, here came another voice, here. And it said, your book will be published by August 15th. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) And I said, Louise, you'll never guess what I just heard. (laughs) So this this was November of 2011. And I published my book and had my book launch. By August fifteenth
0: of two thousand twelve, and the heartfelt letters to treasure yes. is the name of the book, and how to write them. Um, it's it's really is it really is cool because you know, the art of writing is kind of fading. It can, and it is, as an example, my my mother who's since passed, she used to write my kids in cursive um uh, they had never oh. seen anybody write anything so she couldn't they couldn't read it
1: yeah so so that's maybe right there an advantage to writing your letter on the computer mm-hmm. and then signing it and if you don't know cursive you can print your, your signature but that's still a way to get the words out so that anybody can read it and understand it and i like to think Uh, you know, so many people are deserving of special recognition for the things they've done. But they may not be aware of that. How many of them go to their deathbeds not knowing they made a difference to somebody else? It's a little concerning. And I can tell you the lasting power of a written letter. I mean, that that I just showed you, that, that framed letter, was presented in 2008. A lot of years have passed, and it still is meaningful, and it's still out there where we can see it and appreciate it and feel the love.
0: You know, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I believe a letter like that is multi
1: generational. Exactly. Family legacy. You know, when I'm gone, my husband's gone, it'll go back to my son and then to his daughters and so on. And admittedly, they may take it out of the frame someday. I'll I'll forgive them because I'm into that forgiveness thing. But they'll have it and it'll help them know what their ancestor was like.
0: And I, I guarantee it will not leave the frame. It will become a place of honor uh, in whoever's home it happens to be because... Mm-hmm. Of of the heartfelt way that grandpa or great grandpa or great-great-grandpa treated his mom and his mm-hmm. dad. It, it it will become a very important piece of family legacy.
1: That's right. Exactly.
0: And that's oh. you, I can't think of anything more valuable than that. You know, yeah. it's 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 interesting, Lynette. By the way, we're talking with Lynette Smith and she has written the book. Show the book again one more time because we sure. can see yeah. that
1: okay. let's see. Lean that the right way. Come on, let's all get in there,
0: shall we? Here we there go. How to <laughs> <laughs> write heartfelt letters um, to Should treasure, try. and um, you know it's it's interesting because one one of the things that I've done in my past because of the broadcasting thing is that I've done something called uh, family legacies, where I would actually do an interview of somebody that was older and uh, about their life and what and what they felt about their life and the things i had a terrible time getting people wanting to do it because when you get a little older and this speaks to all of us when you get a little older you tend to devalue who you are because that's kind of your it has become your life experience you don't move as fast as you used to you may not be as cute as you used to you may need a, a little uh, makeover or something but but um the people that wanted to have that done wanted it so that they could remember the individual for for a lifetime what they sounded like what their mannerisms were like but i but i had a tough time getting people wanting to do it because they didn't feel like they were worth it that they were worth it and that is such a, that is so sad to me i just can't it is. i it just is. can't and that's that's why what you're teaching people is to value the people, and a lot of people value folks, and it never gets out of their head, through their mouth, on the the paper, so that that person can look at it and keep it there forever.
1: Exactly. We talked about the text. Well, they're soon forgotten. It's just conversation. The emails get buried and move down the line and down the line, and then your computer crashes and it's lost anyway. (sighs) The letter is in front of you. A fire might happen, that's true, but hopefully there's also a file to back up that letter or photos of it, but the likelihood of that letter passing, you know, surviving through generations is much greater, and it's so nice and tangible. It's right there for you whenever you're feeling down, whenever you're missing somebody, and they wrote you one of these letters, you read it, and you go, they did love me, or they do love me, or... Oh my gosh, this is wonderful. I feel so much better. How many people, I can say, how many people end up not knowing they've been appreciated? Oh many. Yeah, and, and it's just too sad. So this is this is an effort to get the ball rolling and to get people to express that. And even if, I mean, my book, I'm gonna set this off to the side, my book explains how to write one of those letters. I've even got bookmarks, free bookmarks that have a little, uh, one. Through, come on, get in there, one through five sort of a list. I'm gonna read it right now. Anyone who wants to take notes, here's how to write the darn letter, okay? Start with a shared memory you both treasure. Then describe the person's most admirable qualities, perhaps with examples then talk about the positive difference this person has made in your life or in the lives of others, because you might write a letter to a public figure or someone who's a wonderful local volunteer, for example. The next thing is to express your gratitude. And finally, write your name.
0: Uh, That's very important to to, to write your name, but also, also, you know, you said earlier that words have power. And the um, talking about gratitude and how grateful you are for who they are, those words have got immense long-term power in somebody's life.
1: It's true. It's true. I know my son loves me. I know my son loves my husband, his dad, and he paid attention growing up and that's validating. He's, He's a wonderful family man today, and that's his highest priority is to be a good family man today. And I'm ever so proud of him, really.
0: Did you ever talk about the process that he went through or what what motivated him to do that? Because it, it, it is a heartfelt thing that's going to touch you, your husband, and, and him for the rest of your lives. But it had to be a motive because he was, how old was he when they got
1: married? Oh, gosh, higher math. Uh, he was 28 he was born in 1980 2008 sounds like 28 to me
0: yes when most of the time 28 year olds are barely wet behind the ears and are barely grown up how did he get so so um, um
1: thoughtful that would be a
0: good word i wish i'd have thought of it
1: <laughs> yes That's of it. It. yeah how did he well, get
0: to be so thoughtful
1: he did, he did honestly share with me one day because i asked him that very question he says well We wanted to get something for you guys, for our parents, you know, to observe the occasion. But we didn't have an awful lot of money. And he says, I thought and I thought and I finally realized I could write a nice letter to the two of you. And I brought it up to Rachel and she says, yeah, good idea. And so she wrote one to her parents. He wrote one to us and and they framed them and the rest is history.
0: You know, the funny thing about that is they didn't have enough money, but they gave you something that was priceless.
1: Yes, exactly. I wouldn't trade that for anything, not for anything.
0: Because it was, it was, it was heartfelt. It was real and it was something that, uh, they, they can't duplicate and, uh, no matter what they bought. It wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. That would go grow old. In 20 years, you might say, now, where did we get that? I forgot about it. Where we got that? Um, but uh, a letter like that, you'll never forget.
1: Never forget it. So it's just wonderful. Um, so so interestingly, a couple of weeks after I had that, that little voice of guidance coming in and saying, your book will be published by August 15th, being the methodical copy editor that I am by profession, I had to make myself an outline as to what I was going to write about. And in about two weeks down the line, what it looked like was at a really multi-level table of contents, many levels and things I was going to remember to discuss. And I was at that development stage. I was not concerned about what to call the book or anything else. <sighs> One morning I was brushing my teeth and I'd brush brush brush. And all of a sudden here comes this voice again. it says, how to write heartfelt letters to treasure for special occasions and occasions made special. And I went, oh, oh, spit up, (laughs) do things, grab a notepad, quick, you know, and I wrote that down and I thought, dang, that looks like a pretty good title. I wonder, and I I ran it by about three people I knew who had credibility in, in the book publishing industry, and they all agreed, it's long, yes, but it's descriptive and it's good and you should keep it. So I did.
0: I'm going to ask you, um, the voice that came through, where do you think that voice came from?
1: It's called the voice of guidance, and I firmly believe in it. If you're quiet and still and you listen to it and you're open to it and you get used to listening to it, it connects quite a lot.
0: Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. It's it's, it's vital that, uh, you know, it. it's it's part of who we are and part of the uh, um, our, our, I call it our entourage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's uh, folks or guidance or God or whatever you want to call it.
1: Mr.
0: Peeps. To just... <laughs> That's very good. I like that. Mr. Peeps on the other side is looking out for us to do what we are born to do uh-huh. and is willing to help us in any way possibly that they can. And in your case, you didn't
1: need a whole lot of pushing. You just needed a little shove. Yeah. Not to jump off the cliff, but to say you can do this. As a matter of fact, you're going to by August fifteenth. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are also
0: you. You by 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 profession, you work with words, and you and you're a copywriter, and you do and you do all of those, you know, an editor and and stuff. So you're used to that that world and that language. So it's it's, but it is just go. It's just a natural progression for you.
1: Yeah, that, that little voice of guidance I talked about, I've got a cute little side story. <laughs> Another day it, it visited, and it had nothing to do with the book. It was on my birthday, coincidentally also in 2008. I was going to go to a meeting on a Saturday morning down in Encinitas, about 72 miles away. And so I was heading out from my neighborhood and I turned a corner and I saw a garage sale. And I didn't hear the frantic, hey, it's garage sale stop here no I didn't hear that one I heard stop here so I did because I learned to listen and follow and I had no idea why I was stopping but I did I didn't even survey the things on the front yard I just went okay I got out I talked to the lady standing in front of the garage I said good morning she says good morning and I looked down and there was a purple bowling ball now backstory (laughs) Years ago, when my son was a teenager, we were in a junior adult bowling league, and I had picked up at the Salvation Army uh, a used bowling ball that worked at the time. As a matter of fact, though, you know, when you're holding the bowling ball like this and it's got something written across here, it said, Bertha. Well, (laughs) okay, but I bought it. It was purple, my favorite color, and that's what I had all this time. But it's funny, you know, when the years go by, those holes shrink. Do you ever see that happen? <laughs> Those holes shrink. And so I was in the market, and here was another purple bowling ball. And I went, hmm, let me see. And first of all, I noticed it had three holes, just like it needed. And so that was good. And then I put my fingers in there, and they fit. So that was good. And then I lifted it up, and it was 12 pounds like my other ball. So that was good. And then as I'm holding the bowling ball, you know, where my old one used to say Bertha, this one had L period, S period. My initials. Yeah. So I Ah. said, hmm, how much for the bowling ball? And she says, I don't know, 50 cents. And I said, sold. (laughs) And uh, so I call that my birthday gift from God with a small handling charge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is, that's, that's an amazing story. Because, you know, there, it happens all the time. And it happens to all of us some of us ignore it some of us pretend that it never existed but if you if you're quiet and if you listen and 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 even more so if you hear that voice and don't disregard
1: it you recognize it that, it's not know. the devil on your shoulder yeah it's the, the other one right and it's not so, the garage sale voice
0: so it's like the, it's like the uh, um it's like when it said when you're about to leave your home and um you you forgot your cell phone and you hear this little voice don't forget your cell phone i always go get my cell phone because i don't know if that means that i'm going to need it uh during that trip mm-hmm. or not or whatever it is cuz it's it's sure. it's vital that we pay attention cuz we're not alone and that's that's well, the most comforting thing about it lynette is that we are not alone and that we have people looking out for us
1: yeah we're just we're just uh you know souls in a shell we're using that shell for a while that's all Example. Uh, we try not to waste it. As a matter of fact, look, here comes another little side story, still nothing to do with the book. <laughs> but do you see that purple binder back there on the one, let's see, go there with that one. Yeah. All right. It's called Lynette's Vignettes. Little stories I get in the mood to write from time to time about things like that bowling ball, things that really have happened to me or observations I've made or whatever. And um, it's a nice way to get the thoughts down. And I do talk, I, I about three weeks ago, I finally was inspired to write a kind of an introduction. The intent of this binder is someday at my life celebration to put it out there with a bunch of sticky notes on the side, let people thumb through it. And if they want a copy of a story, put a sticky note on there saying, send me this one, you know. And then whoever is left behind is supposed to do that. And I'm I'm making sure everybody knows this. But I thought, you know. After that life celebration is done, this is going to be passed along to my son and then to his daughters and so on. And I wanted to put an introduction there. So I called it a letter to my loved ones. And one of the concepts I described early on in there was um, how, you know, here we are in, you know, before we're taking a body for an earthly lifetime. Say you know, I'd like to live a lifetime where I can learn more about X, Y or Z, you know, and you go, cool and it, you're put into a body. But the problem is, when you go through the birth canal, you forget what you wanted, and you're starting from scratch. You're still given the circumstances and the opportunities to learn what you wanted to learn. But you also have free will, and you can ignore it, or you can pay attention and learn from it. And as a result, because of that free will, when we get done with this lifetime in this shell, and our soul moves back up to source again we might say wow that was really fun i learned a lot or wow that was so cool that was you know or we might say crap i blew it again yep yep.
0: (laughs) and 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 sadly we say I blew it again. Most more than we say. Wow, what a what a great mission! And I accomplished what I came out to do.
1: And and you know, I noticed before your show that you have apparently interviewed Neil Donald Walsh at one point, and those conversations with God. Oh, I love those books, and that's what finally gave me, you know, helped to develop my my uh, my uh, belief system. I remember reading in that book where, you know, he acknowledged that, you know, he kind of wasted a lot of lifetimes with all of that free will. And then later on in the book, he he says to God, Hey, you talked a while back about reincarnation. I mean, how many lifetimes have I lived? And I think he came up with an answer like 623. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of wasted lifetimes if he didn't get it yet, you know, but, we have free will and we can waste it. But why
0: you know? Exactly. And and uh Neil Donald Walsh, I've interviewed him three times. He he is um a remarkably flawed individual uh for being who he is and to to put to put together um conversations with God, and it's instructive for all of us that we don't necessarily need to be uh, walk on water or or be a perfect angel that we we are living our lives and we're doing the best we can yeah. and uh, in his case this was you know in a moment of of uh severe anxiety that this all came through what for him what's
1: happening and to me would you really like to know
0: <laughs> <laughs> or are you just venting <laughs> which you, you know and and god rest his soul uh um i listened to the audiobook and edward asner did uh, the voice of, of oh boy, God. And, uh, yeah, and he 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 was just wonderful doing that and stuff. But and so you know, you and I, as it turns out, are kindred spirits because that was twenty years ago. That was one of the books. The other one was a uh, book by the name uh, by the author uh, uh, Michael Newton, which was Journey of Souls, um, okay. which was based upon his deep hypnosis work about life between lives. Um, but after we die and what's on the other side and what do we do? And you've, you've, you've spoken almost flawlessly about what he writes that he has observed from people in deep hypnosis, that you were on the other side, that we get to choose what we want to accomplish, to come back here to do. We set up markers for it. And this is the important part that, that, that a lot of people miss, is that we set up markers for it uh, throughout our lives. And if we, we have the perfect right because of free will to ignore them um, and not and not to follow through. But a lot of them are that little voice in your head uh-huh. that
1: says, That's the one that helps keep you on the path.
0: That's right. that's right. and and if you you can uh, um, deviate from that if you choose to, um, you know, all the way up to and including suicide and anything that you want to do in between drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. but at the but at the end of the day, all there is is love. And so so you know you get to you get to go back, reload and and figure out what you did wrong and try and uh, and do what you intended to do the first time the next time or the yeah. next time or yeah. the time after that.
1: And, and I, I even mentioned in that in that letter to my loved ones that, that you know as we live our our sometimes non-linear lifetimes cuz I feel like if my soul says, "Hey, I'd like to live a lifetime where I'm exposed to a b and c and that happens to work out best in the middle ages well i can be put back there and do that next so the next and after and before gets all jumbled but time is just a convenience of humanity anyway so
0: well yeah i I keep asking people when they say it about time i said what would we do if the sun didn't if we didn't revolve around the sun where would we come up with time what if it was light all the time and there was no, you know, time is, 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 is kind of a, an irrelevant thing in the grand scheme of things. But I want to get back to that, that purple notebook. Cause I think that should be, I think you should publish
1: that. Um, no, some people might, several stories in there are not of general interest. They're just of family interest. So, and I'm just kind of, uh, I'm not going to call it lazy. I'm having fun putting it together, but I have no aspirations of publishing at all. I'm completely content to just have it be in my son's hands and my granddaughter's hands and so on. But there is quite a quirky collection of stories that are in it, like The Housefly Whisperer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) that That would be fun for people to read, so.
1: That one would. That But the the story about my interest in arrowheads, eh. Uh, another story about uh, what sent me on the path to work and play with words, limited audience. So there's things I want my family to know in case they're curious, but I'm not at all focused on saying, well, this would be publishable, this would be marketable. No, this is just fine as a three-inch binder.
0: You know what i'm excited about is that uh when we get done with this i'll be able to send you a link so that you can download it and so you can put it on a cd or a dvd and and uh have it for your kids for future generations
1: thank you i'd love it i'd love that,
0: it that really is cool because i got to tell you, you you are a very special lady um on more than more than one <laughs> on more than one front and you proved it to me because because I was a little late and and uh, just why interested. are you human? I know I'm not allowed <gasps> to be. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk more about your book. It was published in 2011, yeah. and 2012. Uh, in 2012, August of
1: 2012,
0: yes. and uh, the motivation was that you wanted to help people understand. Now this was after your son got married,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and so that 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 motivation was. The feeling that you got from what your son wrote for you, you wanted other people to have the ability to do it. And a lot of people don't know how to write. And so they're intimidated by it, so they won't do it. So you wanted to help them with that.
1: Exactly. So not only this book is a little bit shy of uh, 250 pages, but I've also come along for people who think that's scary at this thick, you know. And I've I've made six themed guides where I've extracted the 19 essential pages from the beginning that applies to any letter, and then focused on different types of letters after that. Because maybe they only intend to write one very special letter to a military service member, or a supervisor, or employee, or an older friend or relative. So they're just focused on one. Well, these little themed guides their own Amazon and other places, too. <clears throat> They're just an eighth of an inch thick. That shouldn't be scary. No. And they can get the job done, do the letter, and feel good about it. And all the tools they need are in there from the major book. I mean, the, the most powerful thing from this book is these word lists, I'm trying to focus in a way.
0: Oh, very um, nice.
1: They're demographic word lists. I think what are we seeing here? An older man, that's just one. You've got 72 words, the most powerful positive words that could apply to an older man. So if you're stuck for what to write, you go find the right demographic list, and you go, hmm, that applies, that applies, that applies. And you might find 15 things. I'm going to write about these three. So that's a wonderful jumpstart. Kind-hearted, light-hearted, self-educated, reasonable, proficient, accomplished, capable. You know words like that that apply to an older man, and there are fifteen demographic words like that. So that's the best place to start. But that's, if that's you have, a, I'm,
0: oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. to I was just saying to myself, that's a remarkable idea. I never would have never would have thought of that. That's that's gorgeous. That's great.
1: Thank you. And, and you know, oh, that's not the one I wanted to show. Hang on. I'm going to hold up something else, and someday I'll learn how to hold it up right. There it is. You can take those words, even if you're not writing a letter. You can take those words. Come on. Let's do this. Peek out there. Come on. Oh, there we are. You can put them into something like that. And frame it or present it. It's just the best words that apply to that particular person.
0: Oh, isn't that cool?
1: So this was written for my father-in-law, who says you're indescribable. <laughs> I can describe you. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's an idea, but on, on the flip side, here we go, are regular letters, you know, which you can make fun frames around or not. Uh, lots of ways to do things.
0: I have an I have an interesting idea for you. Um, there is a lot of folks that would like to be able to write down positive affirmations, and because if you if you write down a positive affirmation about yourself, about what's going on around you, or then then that words as you said, words have power, and a lot of people don't have the vocabulary to put together. Uh, positive affirmations that are you know rather than just you're so great or this is you know it's it's so you you should write a book about positive affirmations
1: you mean affirmations to affirm yourself or to fir- to affirm others
0: to either one to or both um affirmations to affirm somebody else's thing but also uh, affirmations of how you would like to live your life more effectively or better or more uniquely to to accomplish what you came here to do
1: no problem with looking at that word list with yourself in mind exactly it's there already pick your favorite words that you want to apply to your own life and proceed to live them
0: well that's easier said than done but
1: at least you can make the list
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so I got to ask you because, and and at the beginning of the interview, we talked about your son who had the idea of writing a letter to you guys and putting it in a frame and then reading it at the rehearsal dinner and so forth. Um, In his growing up, uh, was there something different that you that you worked with him as versus what other parents did, and and was it was it a unique because because that is a very very heartfelt and wonderful thing to do for somebody. Uh, where did he get that empathy and that, that the di- desire to please and stuff?
1: Probably by observation, he was a sensitive enough person. He could observe what worked. And I mean, I think I'm going to borrow that letter again and just read you the first paragraph because it kind of tells up, tells something, grow to my mom and dad. Growing up in our household has been a priceless experience. I remember taking many vacations and spending many hours in a car as just the three of us, sometimes four, sometimes as best friends, sometimes our dog. Anyway, I recently learned that while the destination may instigate the journey, it is in fact the journey itself that is the cause of personal growth. In the broader sense, life is about the journey, not the destination. All the past experiences of my life have cultivated me to be the man I am today. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's from a 28-year-old.
1: Yeah. And then the last paragraph, there are far too many experiences in our lives to share in this short letter. I understand it has been at at times difficult to raise me. It really wasn't. Um, I will always be eternally grateful for the experience I have had with such wonderful parents. I have tried to highlight a few things I have learned. I will continue to try to be a good person and now a good husband. One chapter of my life now comes to an end and I will now embark on the next leg of our journey with my wife, Rachel, riding shotgun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, was, was her letter to her parents as equally uh, uh, heartfelt and, and uh, articulate?
1: It was slightly less slightly less but still appropriate to who she was writing to because they they're kind of on the surface and so forth and she talked about how yeah dad i know i've got a temper just like you do and so on like that oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm not sure i want that in a letter that's going to be multigenerational but but well, you was, know, it, you know
1: but but then she she made light of it and said but i catch myself at it and i do better you know just like yeah. you do
0: Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I just love what, what you're doing. And by the way, how often do you get out to do uh, uh, before COVID? I should mention um, to get out to do book signings and to, and to talk to people. Yeah. I think you'd be a wonderful speaker.
1: Thank you. And I'm always available. Of course, a lot of that happens on situations like this with podcasts and radio shows and so on. Um, I do offer free workshops when someone can provide a venue And a guarantee of at least eight people attending where I can show you in about an hour and a half to two hours how to write one of these letters on your own, kind of coach you individually and so on. Um, So I offer those because that is a part of my mission is to get the word out. I want to see millions of people worldwide write these heartfelt letters of appreciation because they can change their, their world by changing their relationships in such a positive way. And I should mention before we forget where you can find more information about all that is on my website, which is goodways to write.com.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to mention that, but I was going to have you mention it too. Uh, so, so the name of the website again is
1: goodways to write.com.
0: And you can pick up the book at Amazon and, and probably, uh, you can order it through Barnes and Noble and, and probably even go to your website and pick it up.
1: Oh, yes. All the major online, online retailers would go to the website and it'll give you links to those. So you can go wherever you need to. If you want to get a hand signed copy, we'll talk, you know, there's the means on the website to get hold of me. So I'm not hard to reach person.
0: So what, 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 what's happening for you next?
1: What's happening for me next? I've been, uh, because I'm a professional copy editor working on books um, for other people, I've been focused on that and adding stories to my Lynette's vignettes binder between projects. If I've got a one week, one week lull before the next book begins, then I go, hmm, I've got this list of stories I plan to write. We talked about time. One of those stories is called accordion time. Because I believe firmly you can stretch it and squeeze it and it can work to your advantage. I've I can't tell you how many times I thought it was running late to get to a destination, but I ended up arriving on time without driving like a bat out of hell. Sure. <laughs> I don't. Sure. I accept it. you know, I don't try to explain it. I just go it's going to turn out how it's supposed to and it does.
0: And it also lowers your stress to a great degree.
1: Absolutely. do I look highly stressed?
0: Nope. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, I have got to, I have got to fess up here, be, be, only because it, um, it validates your point, and that is that uh, you are prepared to come out. Well, first of all, our initial conversa- conversation was you were going to appear on a Thursday, but then you, you mentioned, well, we've got the, the, the garbage man comes and the, and the folks are mowing the lawns, and it's going to be really loud, and so let's reschedule. And that's where I got confused, and so we were scheduled for today. And so I get this call at the time that we were supposed to start, and it was like, oh, crap. And so, I, and, and, and the, we were supposed to start right now. And I figured you'd say, well, you know, screw you and, and hang up. Nope, you didn't do that. You said, well, I'm here. Let's, let's get started. And, and so I set it up, and, and here we are. And I have, to, I have to tell you that is the most gracious act of a most gracious lady and uh, and you are who you say you are and the book is who you say it is and it's it's just remarkable and i thank you thank
1: you, thank you. it's been wonderful
0: you you are you're, you're dynamic and, and you're everything that i i'm so glad that we had we've had this time together because it's it means it means a lot and it's going to mean a lot to a lot of people because you you are a a a wonderful person and you put something out there that anybody can take advantage of and they can have that, they can have that feeling and that and, and that, the, a lot of people say they love people, but they don't have the ability to be able to write that down, so that they have that as a memoir. You do, and you can help them.
1: This provides that ability, and if anyone out there wants to get hold of these little bookmarks, those are cool. They are they, they inspirational. It talks about hey, here's why to write one. Here's how to write one, and here's how to get the book if you want to get the book. But in the meanwhile, you've got the cliff notes right there. <laughs> and uh, I want people to write those letters now. If anybody wants to get a dozen or two dozen or three dozen of these, no charge. Write to me. Go look on my com- on my website, goodways to writecom for the contact information. Write to me. Say, will you send me some? I want this many dozen. You know. And I will send them. They're there to be shared. And uh, that's awfully
0: to- generous of you. That's very nice.
1: Thank you. And, and on, on the other side of it is with regard to those workshops, which I can conduct by Zoom or some other platform, uh, if you'll provide you know, the setup and so on, I'll show up and I'll, I'll teach that. No charge. No charge. But try to make sure that you have at least eight people attending out of respect for time and you know investing in the resources
0: no charge
1: no charge no charge eight to twenty four people somewhere in there i'm good
0: you know that tells me that this this is legitimately your passion
1: it is my passion there it is
0: that's why you're here yes and that little voice in your head acknowledged that and said this is why you're here. You're going to write the book, and it's going to be out by August. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> In the writing of
1: the book, did it just flow? It did. It did. You know, I had that outline, and I used it, and I just went, "Well, let's talk about this and this." And now, I I'm a copy editor by profession. I hired a copy editor to copy edit my book because I have that much good sense. Right. One set of eyes gets blind to things. And this this copy editor was also a developmental editor, developmental editor. So even though my book was rather well developed, she helped me come up with another couple of ideas or examples here or there. Or she said, you know what, you could really use another chapter about this. And I go, yeah, let me write it. You can tuck it in. So so she had some good ideas. And I was really glad because not only did that help with regard to the content, but she also made my words sparkle. Sometimes we get all kind of wrapped up in ourselves when we're writing and it just gets <sighs> like a drudge. Now, okay. you know, and, you know, every now and then I have to say to myself, Lynette, lighten up here. What are you really trying to say? You know, <laughs> And then rewrite it. But sometimes she lightened up my drudges. You know, I didn't have too many drudges, but there weren't any left by the time she got done. So she was really a great help to me.
0: That And and that's a good lesson for everybody, that no matter how good you are at something, it's always good to have somebody else look at it.
1: Second set of eyes. And if any of you out there in the listening and viewing audience are writing books of your own and you think you could use a copy editor, which means your best effort at a final draft, or a proofreader, which is someone who will look at the book layout in PDF form to make sure there's no layout errors and also to read it one more time to catch lingering content errors. Those are the two things I do in my business. And you can find out more about that at allmybest.com.
0: So there are two websites we want to look at allmybest.com. And the one for the book is again,
1: goodways to write.com.
0: That, that's, it's remarkable that, that you are doing all of that and you do it with around the written word there. The written word these days is so intimidating for, for folks that, that, you know, that are used to texting like LOL and, and, and B, B-I-G and, you know, all those
1: things. It, it, mm-hmm. it's,
0: do you think we're losing the English language?
1: It's certainly changing at, a, at an amazing pace. And I'll say it's getting sloppier, but with the pace of life these days, people are looking for shortcuts to speed up what it is they're trying to express. I can't fault them terribly for that. For day-to-day communications, that's what it needs to be. Hurry up, get it done, but get it right and be considerate and kind and grateful and not snarky when you're doing it. Keep kindness in in the forefront of all your communications, whatever you do. But there are circumstances, and like I said before, when the magnitude of your gratitude is bigger than a thank you note or a text or an email, that's time to spend just a little extra time to write that heartfelt letter of appreciation because you never know how much that's going to mean in someone else's life.
0: Oh, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be huge because people don't do that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You get when you go, what? You know, I mean, I've written to neighbors and, and parents and in-laws and, and other people who are very giving in their day-to-day life. And when I'm inspired to say, this is more than a thank you note. And this person needs to know how cool they really are. And I go ahead and I write a letter, because that silly little formula—a shared memory you both treasure, the per- person's most admirable qualities, maybe with examples, the positive difference they've made in your life or in the lives of others—say thank you and sign it. It's done. It's not hard. It really isn't.
0: But it could be something that is somebody's in somebody's wallet, or in the, in their in their desk drawer, or mounted on the wall, and it could be something yeah. that they look at on a daily basis just to validate who they are
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and, and, to, and basically to say thank you to you. So it's, it's really, really is cool what you do, and I, I, I appreciate it. Now, thank you. we're coming to the end of our time together, and I would like to give you a couple of moments to be able to say anything that you'd like to say today.
1: I wrote something down the other day. Now, let's see if I can go from memory. I write them down so I don't have to remember them. But I had a picture in my mind, just a round, come on, round shape that had the word focus all written across. Because what you focus on expands. So it's important what it is you're focusing on, not the negative. That does not work. The old, What was it from the 1940s? There was a song, Accentuate the Positive and Decentuate the Negative.
0: Yes, and it was in a movie. I can't remember the name of the yeah. movie. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't surprise me if it was
0: it's like a Judy Garland thing or a, without, a somebody like thing.
1: that. But yeah. anyway, the point is what you focus on expands. That's the general wisdom in the in the thinking these days. And so things to focus on are things that cause us to vibrate at a higher vibration. Those things are kindness, gratitude. I've actually got a chart. <laughs> I didn't write the chart, but it's in my notebook here about things that vibrate at a higher higher vibration. And those are joy, wisdom, empowerment, appreciation, love, gratitude, gratitude, passion, excitement, enthusiasm, eagerness, positive belief, positive knowingness, hopeful, expectant, optimistic, encouraged, contentment, ease, those are the higher vibration emotions, and if you focus on those, you bring into your own experience more of that same thing, and you can't go wrong.
0: You're exactly right, exactly right. And I got, I got, I got, a, I got a favor to ask of you, a question, sure. if you will. Um, I in in, a de- in in addition to the podcast that I do, I've got two podcasts, two video casts, and I also do a radio show on KKNW, eleven fifty in Seattle. Uh, would you appear on that show?
1: You can. I I, would.
0: Can I, it's, I do it on uh, Monday at uh, 9 a.m. Um, and Wednesday at 4 p.m. I'll be in touch with you, and we'll, and we'll figure out a date and a time because your message transcends writing a gratitude letter. It is a lifetime pursuit of everything that you're doing in a really positive way. And it shows in the relationship you have with your son. I, 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 I suppose the same thing would be true with your husband and the people that are around you and the people that know you. They know you as being somebody special and somebody unique.
1: I'm also nicknamed the happy hugger. stole <laughs> <laughs> that from, was it Leo Buscaglia? I forget. He He called himself the happy hugger. And I call myself that today because I need that connection. You know, we're in these bodies, and we we think we're individuals, but inside, we're really all one. And this is a reminder.
0: You know, oh, it, go ahead.
1: Here's what Really fast. Um, I hug my friend, Louise, I mentioned earlier. We hug, and I've explained the process. You know, we're hugging. It's not just a quick little, there, you're done. We just hang on. And we feel this energy build and crescendo. And we both feel it at the same time. And when it crescendos, we consciously send it out to the universe, that energy, for the universe to use any way it wants. And I I coined a name for those hugs. I called them Biasi hugs, B-I-A-S-I. Blend it and send it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, That's really cool because the fact of the matter is that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. is you're blending positive energy, and gosh knows we don't have enough positive energy in our world today.
1: But we can get it, and a lot of people think they don't have enough, and they operate from a standpoint of lack, when in reality, just, just connect. It'll come to you. We give that freely out because we know the source freely gives it back. We're never going to
0: exactly and and it's it's all about energy and it's all about and it's all about the life experience that you get to have this is you know a lot of people are like oh man gotta get up and go to work and it's drudgery and life is a pain and i do not have well you know what if you believe, if you say those things if you mean those things those things are what you're going to get you're going to get more pain you're going to get more sorrow and stuff so lighten it up that's one of the reasons why i call it positive talk radio yeah exactly is lighten it up, relax, and have a good time. This is, this is fun for our soul.
1: Yeah, focus on the good stuff. It's a kick. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And you have the opportunity. Um, I, you know, I drove a bus for 11 years prior to after I did, did some radio and, and now I'm back. The, the difference between how I perceive people before I drove a bus in Seattle versus now is completely different. Uh, because I've seen a completely different side of life, and there are so many people that don't feel like they're worth anything, and that's so sad, it, you know. And uh, I try to make everybody feel, you know, unique and special, but even so, it's like I'm I'm homeless. I'm not worth anything, and you know, I and I get the fact that they they their life experience may have called them to do that, um, maybe not. I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's free will and all that, but they they have a lack of respect for themselves and if, if people could do that more and other and people could take care of each other and love each other a little bit more and because we are all one um that would make that would make life so much better
1: yes believe in the unity rather than the separateness
0: there is yeah there is no separateness and and for some people that's very uncomfortable because for <laughs> because they they don't want to be They don't want to be the same as somebody that they perceive to be different.
1: Well, we're each a creative spirit in a body. And all that creativity is unique with the individual body. So they're still entitled to their uniqueness. I'm sure. But to express it.
0: I just want people to be happy. Because life yeah. is so much fun when and and meeting people like you they just you you really 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 have made my day
1: thank you and you have made mine
0: and i honor thank you and i and we're gonna we're gonna work more together because your message is timeless it's needed and it can it can make somebody else's day i want you to be able to have a forum so that uh, people are, are sitting in their driveway because they don't want to turn off the radio because of what you're talking about.
1: Thanks. That's what I'd like to.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, I, just in closing, I just, I just have to say, when I, I was doing uh, this um, positive talk back in 2003, and I had, to, I had to give it up for financial reasons, and, and the last show that I did, uh, the outpouring of, of people that, were, that I had never known that I never knew, never, didn't, never had the opportunity to meet, that were impacted by the people that I brought on. the The show that we produced um, was was truly humbling. Um, so the impact that we had was was terrific. The impact that you've had, nobody knows. You you'll never know how many people you've impacted. And uh, as well, it should be, I suppose, because that means that you sold some books. <laughs>
1: Regardless of book sales, write the darn letters. They're worth it.
0: Exactly. Now there's a bumper sticker for you. Write the damn <laughs> letters. They're worth it. So <laughs> that Smith, your your website again is goodways
1: to write and,
0: and exactly. And if you want her to come and uh do a Zoom call with a couple of with your friends and stuff, there's another website which is
1: same one. You'll find us a page on there. If you're Wanting to get a book copy edited or proofread? That's the other website. That's allmybest.com. dot com.
0: Well, when I get my book done, I'm still on page one after six months. So I'm, <laughs> 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 when I when I get it done, I'm going to send it to you and, and have you tell me whether or not it's worth a darn or not. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, who knows?
1: Mine so. is not to judge. I just help you sparkle.
0: <laughs> In that, there's another bumper sticker.
1: Well, well, you know, I'm just full of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lynette Smith, if you'll stay right where you are, I have to do this and then I'll be right back. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because... Each other's all we got. See you next time on my Independence Report.